A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long teams with a bunch of demons. We believe that human beings are demons. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between I believe you have to know Christ, but God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are, are God by faith in his son. <laughs> Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3, 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign risen king, who doesn't owe you one cotton picking thing. And yet he still promises to furnish his disciples, but we take what he's created and we turn him into idols. I'll never back down, so how can I keep it in? But you'll never see me preaching the sin of TBM.
Hey guys, so one of the latest tactics of critics of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is to expose members to controversial topics in unexpected ways. Surprise! For example, recently I inherited a dollar bill with the words White Salamander Letter written on it, which is a reference to a forged letter written by a man named Mark Hoffman. So I figured that'd be a fun topic to talk about today. Cue the music. Mark Hoffman was born in 1954 in Salt Lake City to a stalwart Latter-day Saint family. He served a mission and even got married in the temple, though he'd later say he really lost his faith in the gospel by the time he was about 14. By his early 30s, as New York document dealer Charles Hamilton said, Hoffman became unquestionably the most skilled forger this country has ever seen. He forged all sorts of stuff. He sold documents bearing the names of George Washington, John Adams, Mark Twain, Abraham Lincoln, Paul Revere, John Hancock, and many others. Hoffman also forged many documents relevant to Latter-day Saint Church history. I think it's exciting just to think that apparently this piece of paper was copied by Joseph Smith's own hand, just straight from the gold place it right there. Many were trivial, but some were created to embarrass
purchase the church or to cast doubt on aspects of our history. His forgeries included a blessing in which Joseph Smith names his son as his successor, the Anton transcript. and pages from the original Book of Mormon manuscript. His most notorious Latter-day Saint forgery is the Salamander Letter. So, a little background. Joseph Smith claimed the angel Moroni appeared to him and told him about the buried ancient record that would later become the Book of Mormon. The Salamander Letter is a letter from Martin Harris to William W. Phelps, which claimed that Joseph actually learned of the ancient record from a white salamander who transformed into a spirit. The intent of the letter was to cast doubt on Joseph's spiritual experience by associating it with traditional folk magic practices. And some people did indeed leave the church because of it.
I left about the time that I heard someone shout, MAGIC! <laughs> In 1987, the church said they'd acquired 48 documents from Mark W. Hoffman. Seven documents for a total cash purchase price of $57,100 and 41 others less valuable by donation or trade. The Salamander Letter was initially purchased from Hoffman for $40,000 by a Latter-day Saint collector, Steve Christensen, who also worked as a financial consultant. After I uh, received a, uh, a brief review from a, uh, a expert person as you can get in Utah that it was authentic when I went ahead and purchased the document. He then donated the letter to the church. But despite Hoffman's success in the forgery business, Business. By 1985, he'd racked up over a million dollars in debt. To help pay his creditors, he planned to sell the church a collection of papers purportedly written by William McClellan, including a land deed that connected Joseph Smith with Solomon Spaulding. The church wanted Steve Christensen to authenticate the collection, but Hoffman needed to buy himself some more time to create the collection. So, he made a few bombs. Boy. That escalated quickly. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? On October 15, 1985, one of those bombs killed Steve Christensen. To throw investigators off, Hoffman's scent another bomb was meant for Steve's boss, Gary Sheets. Instead, it killed Gary's wife, Catherine. The next day, as Hoffman prepped a third bomb while in his car near Temple Square and the church office building, it exploded. Hoffman survived, but the jig was up. <laughs> Authorities found ample evidence of forgery in his basement, and Hoffman has been in prison now for over 30 years. Now, some people are upset with the church for supposedly suppressing some of these documents before they knew they were forgeries because they supposedly kept them in the first presidency's vault. On that subject, John Tvednis said, placing an historical document in a safe place hardly implies suppression. 
burning the document would have been a safer way of getting rid of negative evidence. Back in 87, Dallin H. Oaks said, are documents ever acquired by the church and then closed to the public? Of course, this is true of most large archives, as any well-informed person should be aware. It's pretty normal for an organization to not immediately publish every newly acquired document. Just look at the Joseph Smith Papers project. Surely the church has owned these documents for decades, and it's not until now that they're making them totally available to the public. Hoffman duped the country's best experts with his forgeries. He also duped church leaders. Some people are confused by why our church leaders were not able to discern Hoffman's forgeries. And the simple answer is because they're normal people who can't read minds. Square. Good guess, but wrong. <laughs> Gordon B. Hinckley said, I frankly admit that Hoffman tricked us. He also tricked experts from New York to Utah. However, we bought those documents only after the assurance that they were genuine. And when we released documents to the press, we stated that we had no way of knowing for sure if they were authentic. I'm not ashamed to admit that we were victimized. I'm sorry to say that sometimes it happens. In Doctrine and Covenants 10, the Lord even says, But as you cannot always judge the righteous, or as you cannot always tell the wicked from the righteous, therefore I say unto you, Hold your peace until I shall see fit to make all things known unto the world concerning the matter. And certainly Hoffman's exploits have been made known unto the world. So if you ever come across a dollar bill that says white salamander letter on it, now you know what that means. Check out the links in the description and have a great day.